1: The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. You're All Local for Thursday morning, the 18th of August, 2022. And it's going to be a cooler Thursday with a high only near 88 and a 50% shot of a shower or thunderstorm before 1 o'clock. Yeah, enjoy the cooler weather. I'm John Little. Well, for the second time in three days, the Rangers make a major change at the top. And KRLD's Andrew Greenstein reports most fans are happy with this latest move. First, it was Chris Woodward. Now it's John Daniels who
2: gets his walking papers from the Rangers. Fans here at Globe Life Field say they're not surprised that the Rangers fired their president of baseball operations. About time. Too many mediocre years and wasting talent too many times. So well, it's about time because the Rangers need to win. I think it was long overdue. I think two, three
0: years he should have been done because after 2016, obviously we just went down.
2: Now while most fans I talked to blame Daniels for the team's recent struggles, a couple say it's a combination between him and former manager Chris Woodward. At Globe Life Field in Arlington, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Texas
1: has put to death the man convicted of the murder of a real estate agent 15 years ago. KRLD's Stephen Pickering has the update. 41-year-old Kosul Chantakamani was found guilty of the capital murder of Sarah Walker in 2006. Robert Hurst with the TDCJ says she was found inside a model home in the town of McKinney that she had been showing, and DNA evidence also put Chantakamani at the scene.
2: Shantikamani, the son of immigrants from Laosha, was working as a delivery driver and was arrested about two months after the murder.
1: Hurst says he did make a final statement saying he prayed his death would bring peace to Walker's family. His execution was the second to be carried out in Texas this year. From the 24-Hour News Center, Stephen Pickering, News Radio 1080 KRLD. There's word that it was an argument over the score that led to the shooting death of a youth football coach over the weekend. And the Garland man charged with the murder remains behind bars this morning. KRLD's L.P. Phillips has more. 39-year-old Yakub Talib remains jailed without bond until his case goes before a judge, and right now there is no hearing set. Talib turned himself in Monday for the shooting at a Lancaster Park on Saturday. A police report filed in the shooting says Mike Hickman was shot multiple times with a black semi-automatic handgun during an argument over the score at the youth football game. He died at a hospital a short while later. The police report says Hickman suffered wounds to his chest, back, and forearm. Talib's attorney has suggested they may claim the shooting was a form of self-defense. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. A Red Oak mom once answers this morning after her 5-year-old was put on a school bus and then dropped off alone in an unknown neighborhood. Thankfully, another mom stepped in to help. KRLD's Bailey Friday has that story.
2: A family in Red Oak is still recovering from a terrifying mix-up involving a five-year-old and a school bus. The little girl is supposed to get picked up by her parents, but somehow she ended up on the bus and was left alone in an unfamiliar neighborhood. Oh my goodness, it's so emotional. Like, the what ifs? you know like how can a bus driver just put a five-year-old on the street they never see my child my child is not a bus rider She has a car tag on her book bag. Jacqueline Burns, the girl's mother, tells NBC5 she was waiting in line at Shields Elementary School to pick up her daughter when she got a call from a stranger saying the little girl was with her. That stranger ended up being Lakitria Mathis, who says she found the little girl alone and crying hysterically. Mathis was able to contact Burns using an information card in the little girl's backpack. According to the Red Oak ISD, the incident is being investigated. The district says it has transportation policies in place and is working to refine them. But Burns says that's not good enough. She's glad the school's taking responsibility, but someone needs to be held accountable before this happens to someone else's kid. As for the little girl, Burns says she is traumatized and has been reluctant to return to school. Bailey, Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD.
1: In DeSoto, police have a juvenile in custody this morning accused of making threats against a school. Investigators say the kid called 911 Tuesday morning and threatened violence at the Katherine Johnson Technology Magnet Academy. The threat had four campuses in all on lockdown that morning. The suspect faces a charge of issuing a false alarm and is being held in a juvenile detention center. The threat was a hoax, and fortunately, no one was hurt. The Methodist Health Systems have a cybersecurity issue on their hands with the personal information of thousands of patients possibly exposed.
0: Methodist Health Systems send patients a notice of unusual activity on their data systems. They say it happened in early July. They confirmed that names, addresses, social security numbers, dates of birth, medical history information, and other information was present in the system at the time of the breach. They began an investigation with the assistance of a third party company to determine what information was accessed. The hospital plans to notify patients as it identifies information. The hospital is encouraging those affected to review account statements and report any detected errors. From the 24 Hour News Center, Austin, York, News Radio 1080 KRLD.
1: Sports, the Dallas Wings open up their first round playoff series at the Connecticut Sun tonight. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news traffic and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.